everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love One, episode 550 from November 6th, 1997, a Thursday night show with Dr. Bruce and guess the specials. Once again, another official tape in full, replacing the previous definitive-only fan recording, the JBJ tape from 2008, and this version contains the missing 25 minutes of show content. So now we have the complete official file, replacing the previous incomplete version you may or may not have heard. Once again, this is the first and only known appearance of the band during the Adam era, and the clips from Adam on the Charles Grodin show, as mentioned in the previous episode, are dissected on air and played as bumpers. Pretty cool for the era that engineer Mike was able to get the material in such a short turnaround. Nice job, Mike. You may note the similarity to how Adam dissects material now on his current show as to how they kind of go with his clips. It's quite interesting. Nice parallel. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook Podcast One as well, and PodcastOne.com, home of all your podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. 444.55, I'm Adam Carolla, that is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And tonight our guests are... Some of the specials, the uh, legendary ska band. We have uh, Neville, Roddy, and Adam. Uh, so far, we just have Adam, actually. Neville and Roddy are... Uh... Eating. Oh, they're eating. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, I understand. <laughs> hey, Drew, we should go get something to eat. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Adam will take show, over. This is the world's worst radio show. It really is. We all, here's, here's how this show works. Everyone shows up at uh, about 13 minutes before the show begins so we can argue out in the hall and get nothing done yes. until uh, until the show begins at 10 that, o'clock. That's the, that's the, those are the hosts of the show. The, the actual guests show up about 20 minutes after the show begins. Right. They're usually eating They're or going sleeping. on a beer run or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, uh, Adam is all business. Yeah. Uh, Adam was here when I got here at 9.30. And uh, actually, uh, so were Neville and Roddy, but uh, they're eating now. But that's all right. Um, later on in the show, we'll play a couple of clips from my triumphant appearance on the Charles Grodin Show this evening, where I uh, went uh, mano y bicho with the uh, two yentas who wrote the book, uh, The Rules. Boy, these women. It, Drew, you heard a little of it. Yeah. These was, women yeah. do not shut up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. scary. Adam, you, you know about this uh, book in the UK? Uh, it's a book that two um, insanely uh, painful, uh, annoying women got together and wrote. They're in their late 30s, maybe early 40s, on how basically a woman can trap a man into marriage. Trick a man. Trick a man. Yeah. And there's all kinds of, uh, well, I prefer trap, there's all kinds of rules that they have, and uh, hence the name of the book. Uh, you don't call back until he calls you three or four times. Uh, obviously, you don't put out until uh, well past menopause. There's yeah. all, sorts of, uh, all sorts of rules that you adhere to, and if you adhere to these rules, you can marry anybody, mm. which is um, a disastrous advice, if you ask me. But um, anyway, let's talk about the special. Well, I'm looking at the uh, Billboard article here, and I see uh, Real Big Fish, Goldfinger, Save Ferris, um, no doubt. Many, many bands who are coming down the pike now. Jeez, uh, just about just about every band we've had on this show uh, in the last six months, with the exception of, um, uh, who did we have last night? Last night, Loverboy. Loverboy was uh, influenced uh by the specials. I don't believe that Loverboy, uh, I, 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 I know you may not want to take credit for Loverboy, but uh, I don't believe you had any uh, particular impact on them and their musical careers. But uh, 
all the bands that uh, certainly K-Rock and a lot of other stations that uh, we're on are playing, basically uh, influenced by this band, uh, The Specials, that um, sort of got the whole ska thing started, what, late 70s? Yeah, it would have been uh, 79. Oh, what? Oh, yes, move closer to the microphone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> getting ordered about. Yeah. That's all right. We're just okay. glad you're here. Is this better? Yes. Okay. Was it '79 that think, yeah, uh, 79. the specials, uh, the specials album came out? Yeah, the first one was the, the specials. That was '79. Right. And back then, it was sort of there were two things that were going on in music. It seemed to me that uh, the rock was sort of fading out with the uh, REO Speedwagons and the Journeys and, and that sort of stuff, uh, Leonard Skinner and whatnot. The new wave stuff and the punk stuff was uh, heating up with, uh, you know, Sex Pistols and Joe Jackson, Graham Parker and uh, guys, uh, guy Elvis Costello, guys like this. And then there was the uh, ska thing, which were, uh, I would say, uh, the specials and uh, was Madness? Uh, Madness, yeah, the, the Selector, Specials. English Beat. The, I... the English Beat, yeah. The right. Body Snatches. Right. They're all bands from... I mean, some of the bands were from Coventry, and some, like Madness, they were Londoners. Right. But it, it all sort of, they all came together. Where are the, the specials from? Uh, the specials were all from Coventry. Which is, which uh, is in, well, what country? Uh, England, it, huh? In, in England, basically. We're famous in Coventry for the Jaguar cars. Oh, right. Oh, is that where you build Jags? Yeah. Thank God Ford took that company over and put it <laughs> back know, on its feet again. That's that's another thing, yeah. Oh, this guy's... You, uh, Jag, <laughs> you buy a car, you turn the... You try to uh, fire up the cigarette lighter and the uh, the uh, convertible top would go down. But uh, I, I don't mean to make fun no, of, uh, it's, it's, of it's your good. exports. It's, it's good. It's, it's a beautiful it's the car now. export we've got. I mean, that's it. <laughs> That and well, that and uh, the specials. The specials, that's another thing, I suppose. Yeah, that's good. All right, so you guys are in town now, and you're recording. Yeah, we're recording a new album, yeah, which hopefully should be out middle of January. And don't quote me on that. Is it? A, oh, you know what's going to be funny is when uh, some 15-year-old uh, hears uh, the specials and thinks they're uh, ripping off, no doubt. Right, right. <laughs> after the new Selling album. Selling out. Album comes out. <laughs> but... Uh, it's kind of nice that with this, um, and I don't know what your take on it is, but it, I, it seems I would be flattered if I was in your position because there's this whole renaissance going on with the whole ska thing and all these new bands, and whenever they're interviewed, they're talking about uh, bands like the Specials, and now people are coming to you and and wanting your views on the whole ska thing. Yeah, um, it, it's it's a kind of really weird thing how it's all happened for us um, since the band reformed in '94. We heard that over in America the Scar was doing really well, and we were kind of like, well, yeah, you know, that's good, nice, thank you. And then it was like, well, come over and do some shows in America, and then it, it's basically led on from there. What do you think of uh, some of the newer bands? I, I, I give my, I take my hat off to all the bands that are doing this new sort of what they call the third wave of Scar. Right. I think it's a really good thing. They've took the music from the, the second generation of Scar, which was like the two-tone era, and the original. 60s ska. So you're you would consider yourself second generation ska. The, the specials, yeah, right. Yeah, is it sort of like second generation ska, and then the the, the 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 things that the American bands have done is basically took it a stage further. Right. And uh, yeah, I take my hat off to them. I think it's really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. I I, I still uh, I don't think they improved on it much, uh, <laughs> to tell you the truth. Uh, it's it's maybe they they blended a little more of a harder edge to it, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, certainly. Uh, some bands like Goldfinger and uh, guys like that are friends of the show, and uh, yeah. maybe even uh, the Boss Tones and groups like that, although the Boss Tones have been around for uh, quite some time. 
as well. But uh, it, it's kind of funny how, we, how, how there's this uh, cycle, Drew, and how your number eventually comes, comes up. up. Yeah. I mean, uh, the specials were, I mean, you guys sold some records and you had some success. I could remember listening to the specials uh, when K-Rock was just a fledgling station in the uh, late 70s. And they played a lot of that stuff. But it's funny how uh, that now, 15 years later, it just comes, it all comes back around again. That's music. It, right. It, it, it just seems to be that if it's, a, it, I mean, like a, a music like Scar, it doesn't ever go away. Right. And, and basically it either goes underground it just mm -hmm. gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and suddenly, boof, you know, and then suddenly there's these bands going from everywhere. I think that's happened over here. Well, good. I, I'm hoping, yeah. that, you know, it's, it's kind of funny uh, tapping into something that you started. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you have to jump in on this wave that you originated. But, well, uh, yeah. Things like that have happened. What the hell? Sell some records. Calls. All right. We'll take some calls, and uh, we'll uh, talk more of the specials uh, as the night uh, wears on. And um, hopefully... Uh, Roddy and Neville have uh, finished their curry, and uh, that's the only kind of good food you can get in England. Prudence. By the way. Prudence. Hey. Hey, you're 17. Hey, Dr. Drew, Mr. Corolla. Um, Mr. Corolla. Well, he doesn't want to confuse me with Adam from the specials. I see. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Okay. Get this. My boyfriend um, slept with my sister and got her pregnant, and he, well, we're twins. Identical Breaking, twins? Yeah, identical twins. And oh, that's a really interesting... Wait, uh, say that one again? I, I was reading something. They're identical twins, and her boyfriend impregnated her sister. Right. So technically, it's... You're pregnant, too? <laughs> no. So, I mean, but no. since they're genetically identical, it's... It's going to be the same kid? Is that how it works? Well, I mean, each egg is a different... It's own little genetic mix, but... Uh, very interesting. Uh, so anyway, but it's, it doesn't it doesn't do anything for the the emotional situation, which is a disaster. No. Um, he said because he can't tell us apart. Oh, it was an accident. Oh yeah, that was an accident. Uh, I, I, hey, that's good. <laughs> You're not one of those Asian women that are on trial right now, are you? Asian. For you what? hear about that twin trial, Jerome? No, for what? Geez, uh, if you, um, hey, right look what the cat yeah. dragged in. Sorry. <laughs> Neville and Roddy have just yeah, uh, yeah. entered yeah. the studio. Hey, God bless yeah. you. Good, good, good. good. And uh, nice, Roddy, you don't have a chair, do you? No, I'll stand up. I need a chair together. <laughs> Oh, what a joy it is to work here at Westwood, too. All right, so here, let me uh, reset the call, since you guys may have missed it. Prudence is 17. Prudence has a twin sister, yeah. and her boyfriend slept with her twin, claiming he thought it was her. And now her twin is pregnant. What was with your twin that she would have allowed this to happen? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that, even if he had made a mistake, isn't that the obvious question? Yeah, I wonder how fast she would have uh, piped up if it was some um, some uh, deranged madman wielding an axe trying to kill Prudence. You think she would have? Uh, you think she would have mentioned at that point that uh, she was only a twin and not not the real Prudence? No. All right. Wh what do you want to do with this? Well, I really don't know if I should like keep him, if I should dump him. What I should do? I don't know. He's just always trying to piss me off. You don't know if you should keep the boyfriend. Uh, hey, you guys help me out here. Look, oh, friends, I, I think the boyfriend's got to go. I think yeah. I think it's unreasonable to think that he made a mistake. Yeah, I think come that on. he is violating one of the most sacred relationships in your life. Mm. And even if it had been with any other woman, it would be totally unacceptable. So, and uh, under these circumstances, it's so, so inappropriate and so vile that I can't understand why you would even consider keeping this guy around. He just keeps he violates everything oh, that's boy. important well, so to you. Don't defend him. I can't even stand that you defend no. him. Are you, are you really in love with this geezer? This guy? 
Are you really in love with him? I was, yeah. Well, if he was, then you might as well get rid of him, love. If he's going to sleep with your twin sister, I'm sure if he's in bed with her, he's going to know the difference. He's a cab. He's a bounder. Hey, that's cool, man. I like that. He's a bounder. Yeah, Do you understand? Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Prunes, please. Salvage some dignity and move on. Yeah, get somebody else, you know. I don't know. He's so innocent. The way he says so innocent. He sounds like oh, a jerk. Oh, boy. Oh, come on. Prunes, please. Wake up. You can do better than that. He's definitely. a tosser. Yeah. So, He's an idiot. Really, you sound really nice, by the way. Yeah, she's a little crazy, but she's nice. Hey, I'm not crazy. Prunes, maybe it wasn't uh, he who slept with your twin. Maybe it was his twin, his evil twin. that had sex. Uh, his evil twin that slept with your Bad twin his sister. His too stupid in order. To... All right. All right, Prunes. <laughs> um, Prunes. That, was, that wasn't nice, uh, was it? Uh, I smell trouble for Prunes yeah, down go, the road. Yeah. Prunes, get rid of this guy. Make it the uh, the first step in a in a life chock full of dignity. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be screwed. <sighs> oh, do you see? Do you see how screwed up the Americans are? Well, I uh, thought she would have just left him because Sheila. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second, Drew. You guys, hey, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but Drew, you haven't heard of the trial with the two good-looking Asian yes, twins, and yes. one of them okay. tried to kill the other one. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. Try to get a couple of teenage guys to kill the other one. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. And they're really good looking, too. But this is America, though, isn't it? Oh, I know. It's, <laughs> this uh, is America. I thought, it, I thought it was Northern Ireland. No, it sounds like it. We're in America. Sheila. Yeah. Tell me what's happening. Sheila, you're 25. What's going on? Well, Adam, you're going to love this call, but um, <laughs> let's leave it up to Dr. Drew, okay? Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm 25, and my girlfriend and I are having an argument. She swears that the practice of fisting is dangerous, and I disagree, so I want the answer. Uh, Go, Drew. Strange, I have been asked this question before. Really? And, yeah. And uh, it's not... Boyfriend in college? No, no, no. No. Okay. We're not... This is, you're talking about vaginal penetration, yes. right? See, okay? Yeah, I was just talking about you. Yeah. Um, and right. that is a region that, uh, let's face it, it is designed to accommodate something substantially more than that. Uh, it's not exactly a healthy thing. You're talking about a baby. A baby. Right. It's not exactly a healthy thing for you to do. That certainly you could cause some trauma to the local tissue and you could cause urinary tract infections. And there are things that could happen, but it is not, given that you're careful and that you don't hurt each other, it is not something specifically damaging, necessarily damaging. Okay. It, okay, uh, it could be okay. It seems a little vile to me, and I'm I'm pretty open well, sexually, little, but I never got into the whole fisting not, uh, not, realm of sexuality. It's a little, little vile. Come on, it's Adam, I've heard the things you say you've done. I've never. Yeah, he's only probably said that, love. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't believe Adam's done that. It's a little, it's a little violent. It's like aggressive. It is too aggressive. I yeah. don't think you should do it. I know, love. Come on, I don't think you should do romance, that. Romance, romance. Yeah, you can do something fights. better than that. You know what I mean? A mad, passionate man. Yeah. Sheila, how long you been lesbian? Uh, been out about it for six years. Yeah, there's that wasn't the wrong, question. There's nothing wrong being a lesbian, yeah? But, I mean, you can find something else to put up there. <laughs> <laughs> What's she laughing at, Leslie? Sheila. Oh, Sheila, then. <laughs> well, just use your Sheila finger. Just stick to your finger. I mean, <laughs> is, is, this, is this something you enjoy? It works. Yeah. yeah you well, do. Well, don't you... fight about it. No. Yeah. But what I would do, honestly, I would use something a little bit smaller than the fist, because it could be a bit... No, seriously, it might sound a bit funny. But I would use something else smaller. You, use your little finger, or use. There's things you can go and buy for that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're gonna be uh, by the. T uh, well, you you're not gonna have kids then, I'm guessing. I might. Oh, because you're not even gonna feel it when the kid comes out That's at this right. point. It's it's. Uh, it's uh, trashy. No, no, no. It's okay. Come having a kid's gonna be like a vacation for Sheila's yeah. vagina. It really yeah. is. No, 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 no. It's trashy anyway. She'll be fine. But it's just not. 
I mean, do you enjoy it? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, if you yeah, enjoy it and yeah. she's not being hurt, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it's all right. I'm just a bit worried if she gets it stuck though one day. You know what I mean? That could be quite nice. Doesn't work like that. Just go easy. That I know something's up with Sheila. Yeah. Do you want to? You think so? Yeah. All right. Let's just find out for a second. Sheila. Oh, we got rid of her, Sheila. Okay. Got to be some abuse here. I would have bet that something was a little up with her. Brian. Yes. Hi. You're 18. You're on with the specials. I certainly am. Thank you. Um, I'm dating a girl right now, and she's 16. How old and, uh, are you? I'm 18. That's not too bad. And uh, she's Indian, and her parents don't really want her dating before she gets into college. And uh, and she and I have had, we've been friends for years, and I mean, we just started, like, you know, dating, and we're kind of going behind her parents' back, and uh, I mean, they don't know it, and I'm, they just think, well, what? Carry on. <laughs> they just think I'm good friends with her, and I come over for dinner all the time and whatnot, and I'm feeling really bad about it because I really like her parents, and, you don't know, I don't do want to then. be deceitful or anything. Don't do it then. Well, he he's, he loves this woman. But I, I think she's just Yeah, but it's a culture thing. She's older, man. It's a culture thing. <laughs> What's your nationality, Brian? Oh, I'm very Caucasian. Do they have a problem with that, or you think they would have a problem with that? I doubt it very much. They just have a problem with the age. Right. More, well, no, 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 no. It's education. Because I know about these things. It's education. I'm telling you. They'd rather they'd rather they do the education and and leave the boyfriends for a while until they go through. Yeah. Right. I bet that they know something's up. Yeah, I hope they do. I mean, I bet they do. I mean, look, you come for dinner all the time. You're a close friend. I mean, they they understand that their daughter is clear on what their wishes are, and she hasn't overtly violated that. They understand that she has a close friend. Quotation. Uh, you know, they're not stupid people, I suspect, right? No, 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 no. Usually, no, yeah. so, they're, so, so they're just trying to maintain no, no. a certain set of boundaries there and a certain structure no, no, no. that you're managing to kind of get around, and they're kind of looking the other way because they like you, and it's okay. But I think it's going to work out. Just let time pass. Is, is it tr is don't, she don't, it's, it's wonderful. Don't it's, act it's, like it's, a jerk or what? Yeah, don't mistreat her. Is, it, <laughs> is she a traditional Asian? Pardon? Traditional. Is she traditional? Sorry. I mean, right. Hindu? Yeah, is she traditional? Um, well, her parents are, like, second generation from India, so, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, um, it's, it's sort of like, just all brand put, new to them, put clothes on the Nipasari, you know. <laughs> no, shit, because I, I know about the, the culture, so I, I work a lot in, in England with the Asian culture. Yes. Um, if they knew, I'm, I'm telling you, they'll tell you, you'd know about it, if they knew, they would say something. Okay. Even if they had a little inkling, they would know. And if you feel unhappy with it... Just say something. Just tell them. But, uh, and then they'll say to you, then, then um, yeah, yeah, they'll go on a hunger strike or something. Pardon? Listen, Brian. Yes. You like her. Oh, very much. I think you have to sneak around. You're, he's an, I don't think you should say Brian's anything. Brian's an eth ethical guy. He's a no. good guy. He, he has a conscience. A I know. Guy. But if he comes clean with the parents, they might then, spin out. No, right, all, he has to, all you have to do, again, honestly, just listen one second. All you have to do, because I've worked with a lot of Asian people, you know. I'm black myself, you can't notice Yeah, but it. different Asian but cultures have different ideas I can see about it. No, 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 but most people, <laughs> I'm telling you, but most, most of them would like, if you come out playing and say, I like your daughter, there's nothing going on, blah, 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 and um, we're just good friends, but I like her a lot, they would accept it more than if they find out that you're sneaking behind her back. Because I'll tell you what, if you're sneaking behind my back with my daughter, I'll soon tell you, you know what I mean? But if you come up to me and say, oh, I like your daughter a lot, and um, 
then we will be able to talk about it. But let me let me explain the concept behind sneaking around behind one's back. No, no, no. You do it so they don't find out. You don't know. You don't even know. Where's your daughter right now? She could be sneaking out to some Indian guy's house right now. So I kind of have that in my head. You see, I, I, you see. Because I maybe when I was young I would do it. Right. So therefore I think if my daughter's Did you get caught when I, you were young? No. All right, there, that's, that's my point. I did. No, my point is <laughs> I'm always getting the caught. parents will still <laughs> kinda know something's going on. Eventually so. they'll find out. Right. I, so I agree. try and say something now. Alright, the idea is to sneak around until you think your parents Adam, might know something Adam. and then oh. you get, say something. You'll get yourself in trouble. Adam, you're gonna get him into trouble. Well, that's all right. That's my job here. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll be back with the uh, specials, and uh, maybe we'll play a little uh, snippet from my appearance uh, with the Yentas on uh, Groden tonight. All after this. Welcome to the biggest show on earth. Thrills galore. The strangest freak. The highest acrobats. And the funniest clowns. Love one. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. True Car, you know how much I love these guys and their app. I spend... Uh, a lot of time on it, and it's a way to see exactly what's going on in your area. You pick a car, learn about the cars, and see what people are paying for the very car, the exact car you want. You know, there was previous ways to buy cars. You went and hang out on a lot. Now technology evolves. Everything evolves. Buying cars evolves. It advances. It makes sense that there's a new and better way to buy a car. Well, that's now called True Car. The True Car app It's special, unique. Their certified dealer network is unsurpassed. They partnered with over 10,000 True Car certified dealers that believe in a new way to buy a car. It's hassle-free. It's easy. It's fun. Use the True Car app. You can get guaranteed savings. True Car certified dealers will honor the savings that are guaranteed and locked in at True Car on your True Car app. It is that simple. True Car and True Car certified dealers. And using True Car certified dealers, you will save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. No headaches, no hassle. It's fun. And if you don't even want to buy a car, you just want to learn about it, check out the app. Two million cars sold through True Car certified dealer network, and you will work directly with the certified dealer contact. It is easy. It's evolved. It's technology. It's made simple. It's about time. Hey, how you doing? This is Darren from Goldfinger, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Mountain Dew. I mean, Dr. Drew. Oh, oh no, that's all I could come up with in short notice. Morning. Short notice. We do love uh, Goldfinger, especially Darren, because he's a big, love, uh, uh, big lovable tub of goo, that boy. The specials are here tonight, Roddy, Neville, Hello. and Adam. Hello. And um, basically the... Uh, Pioneers of the uh, ska movement, which is now back in uh, full force. Uh, folks that, uh, like we just heard. Uh, revolution. Who did you just heard? The, uh, who the hell was that? Aquabats, yeah. Mm. Who weren't even, uh, just being born probably about the time that uh, the specials were. Uh, well, they're very young. They're like um, uh, 11, 12 years old. <laughs> Let's, uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh, I think we should have a little uh, specials flashback. We'll play a, um, we'll play a oldie from the past, and then uh, later on we'll hear my uh, Charles Grown thing, and uh, we'll get all into that. A little flashback from the specials. It's gangsters. <laughs>
yes, the specials. Uh, taking me back to my youth with gangsters, and uh, they have a going to have a new uh, CD coming out sometime in January. Yes. Basically, they're going to uh, tap into the movement they started and uh, cash in. Take it over again. Roddy, Neville, and Adam are here, Hello. and um, I'll tell you what. Should we take a call and then uh, maybe do the uh, yeah. Charles Grodin thing? Yes. All right. Uh, call pertains to that. Oh, it does. Okay. Uh, Stacy. Hi. Hey, you're 25. Hi. You're on with the specials. Yeah. Hey, what kind of eyes you got, Stacy? Huh? What kind of eyes you got? I've got hazel eyes. Uh, so I pass it on. Okay, thank you. Um, hey, Adam, did your agent get you on the show, or did you uh, call around and say, hey, who's available this week? Are you talking about uh, Charles Grun? Yes. Uh, I don't know how I got on that show. Somebody just called and asked me if I wanted to do it, and I said, fine. Why? Did it, had you ever read the rules, or did you know what it was No, about? I hadn't read the rules. I'm oh. guessing somebody, somebody notable dropped out, and they panicked and uh, went, to, uh, went to the bench, and there I was. Went to someone that Charles Grodin had no idea what they did. Or... You've done the show before, though. Actually, I have done the show but before, but doing? Charles Grodin was on vacation when I did the uh, show before. Uh. No, it seemed like his wig was a little too tight, and he just forgot all about you or something. He was like, what do you do for a living? And... Well, that's all right. I abused him later in the show. Yeah, it seemed like you're about to get into a big fight. We uh, we have uh, so you saw that tonight. Yeah, it was hilarious. Actually, you know what? It's on right now on CNBC. All right. Well, everyone, turn off the radio. <laughs> no, Do please. what I'm doing. No, we, we'll we'll uh, we have a little uh, snippet from it. We didn't really edit it much. It's just basically um, the show is basically a free for all. I was in Los Angeles. Uh, Charles Grodin was in New York. There was a. Uh, Two women who wrote the book The Rules, which is a dating guide, uh, were in New York with Groden, along with one other sane woman who does Thank I don't God know what. And then uh, there was another guy somewhere else, but I don't know where he is. But um, here's a little snippet of me uh, attacking the uh, women from The Rules. Engineer Mike? You have Mike? to say to yourself, as someone who was in a marriage for a long time, um, the most important thing in life is to be happy. You must be happy. You know, you're acting like, well, you're not married, therefore... That's terrible. We're talking no, to why, two single why guys. We're nice making woman, fun of the Maybe they're happy. The Maybe they're actually the girls, happy. But like the girls that write us want to get married to they him. They want that eye. They I, I don't mean they to be rude, but how, like, are no, your like husbands like really happy? Move on to someone else. I think they're happier out on the road promoting the book. They're calling These women can't be happy when they sleep with a man. Adam, you are a pig. You are a pig. Can you imagine husbands out there happy that they're away, but you are a pig. Can you imagine living with these two yentas? Come on. I think they're smart. You kill yourself. I think they're smart. A girl's going to go out with him. He's oh, your husband's and, and in a strip bar right now. <laughs> a girl's going to go out with him. I'm telling you. He's just stuffing singles into a G-string as we speak. See, if we were dating you, it's two uh, years, we would be, like, gone. We don't date him good, for two good years. Good, yes, good riddance. Good. I mean, it, there what are you going to marry? God, I didn't read that book. We'd be married. guys. <laughs> Oh, these women would not shut up. <laughs> oh, they're just, uh, boy, they, they were uh, dueling yentas, those two. Uh, oh, together they just uh, were the dynamic duel of, uh, duo well, my, of uh, Gab. Well, this is all right. Oh, and uh, later in the show, Charles and I got into it a little bit. Maybe we'll uh, hear that a little bit later on in the show. But um, tonight we have the specials, and uh, they are, uh, they're yeah. back. They're in full force. They have a... CD coming out in January, and it's back to the phones we go. Lisa. Hey. Hey, you're 28. Lisa. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. Lovely Actually, name, I saw you yeah, right. on Charles Gordon. It was really, really intense. <laughs> um, it kind of pertains to my question. That's American, that is. Um, I want to get married. It's wow. not like the driving force in my life, but I want to. 
Those well, women make me embarrassed to want to get married. They? But they understand that some of the you know the, some of the basic realities about men and women were not discussed in that show, and that is that there is an instinct that women have to, toward child rearing that yeah. men don't naturally have, and part of that requires, or at least involves, developing a stable relationship first, and marriage is a symbol of that. Well, men have a very strong instinct uh, to toward spread, the spread the seed. First part of child rearing, yes. which is the humping yeah. in the motel. But not with one person, necessarily. And so, and so, at least, it's completely normal, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. And it's, it's, well, no, that's sort of a joke. I mean, it's just, I think, I'm not sure what the deal is exactly. When I met my boyfriend over about a year and a half ago, we moved in together after knowing each other close to a year, and um, the first couple weeks Can we were he cook? together... Pardon? Can he cook? Um, he Does he help out in the house? Does he help out, like, cooking and... Does he um, clean the, the, the toilet and stuff? He works know? midnight. No, we, it, it was a weird situation where we lived at. Mm. We didn't have a kitchen or our own bathroom. We lived oh in the studio. I've been there, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I don't know. I don't remember what I was saying. But All right, see so what happens. Was, you threw her way off track. At first you got together. He so was. He brought up getting married a couple of times. How long had you been dating at that point? Like, we'd known each other for close to a year, but we'd been, like, intimate for about three weeks. And how did it come up? What context? Well, he asked, he, this is like really strange. My girlfriend sent me these little nipple nooses. Wow. And hey. I used to use them to tease him all the time. I'd put them on and like flash them the little pink string. And did they work? It, oh yeah, they work. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> wait a minute, is that, is that in the pasty family? Um, no, it's more in like the, the bondage family. The oh. nipple noose. Do you put like little nooses and you put them on and... I got a miniature electric chair I put on my penis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is my own form of uh, capital yes, punishment. Our Adam uses one of that you as well. You put them on your penis, <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I'm, about to, uh, I'm about to demonstrate my lethal uh, gas here in a, in a second. Come on, Lisa. No, go on, finish what you're okay. saying. Okay. They're sort of like clips. Anyway, I mm. used to like flash him the little pink string just to tease him, like when we were out somewhere. Hey. And, um, you know, let him know I was thinking about him or what have you. Mm. And um, he said something about, you know, putting an engagement ring on one of those one time to tease me. And another time he asked me, you know, if I would mind changing my name to his. Mm. And it was really early on in the relationship. And I had just come out of another relationship that was bad for like eight years. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted to be cautious. I knew I was totally crazy about him, but, you know, he had been in a long-term relationship and hadn't been involved with anyone for, like, four years. Thank you for setting the scene, by the way. Yeah, that was a good, nice piece of history. Most, most uh, callers carefully hide from us. Every bit of that. All right, so now... Anyhow. All right, so that sets the stage. So, so the whole situation is, is sort of steeped in history and uh, pathology, right? Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. All right, so that, that situation was sort of unrealistic, wasn't it? The beginning, the thing was all, everything was a lot of fantasy attached and a lot of reaction to the relationship you guys were coming out of. No, uh-uh. No, I don't think so. I think you, ju you, just, what you just, you just said? finished telling us that. Um, How you both had had these long relationships and these huge, uh, these huge conflicts, and that uh, now you were reacting to that. You were being cautious. You were having well, a rebound. Yeah, okay, true. so there's tremendous going on. The, what was happening at the beginning was not a very realistic relationship or certainly your appraisal of, the, of each other and the relationship could have been distorted by what you just both had been through hmm. now as you went on what happened um well not a whole lot has really changed mm -hmm. um he bought a house we live together like in kind of a small town um you know we're both working um he works a lot more than I do. He's like really tired. Yeah, all right, all right. He's really tired at night. I mean, he doesn't satisfy you in the evening. 
Oh, no, I'm perfectly satisfied. Um, If you're not, give us a shout. I want to get married, and it took me a lot of nerve to bring it up again. You know, I really wanted to... All right, so what happened when you brought it up? He said he didn't believe in it. He thought it was really stupid. That's an idiot. never going to do it again. Do you love him? All right, Lisa, we got to talk to uh, Mr. Nipple News here. Where is he? Uh, at work. All right, you got his work number, right? Oh. Yeah, come on. One, one, one quick thing. She wait, wait, wait. She slipped something past us there. Mm-hmm. Never gonna do what again? Uh, get married. Again. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. Been married before, actually. Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks, right. love. Thanks for telling us at the end of that. Years yeah. and years ago, I'm talking like we were both really young. Right. And uh, you know, his uh, ex-wife did not have the nipple noose. She had the vagina guillotine, which uh, which is why he's, he's frightened of women. That, that's where Adam comes in. Oh Adam? boy, that's got to be scary. I'll tell you, if you invented that, it would uh, there'd be no more date rape going on. I'll tell you that. Need the rules, Adam. You're always going down. Hey, Lisa. Hmm. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to get this guy's number. We're going to get to the bottom of this oh, tonight. No. Yes. Oh, yes. We'll chase that okay. bounder yes. for you. Don't okay. you worry. Okay. Yes, between uh, we'll Drew, find that bounder. myself, water. and the specials. Ooh, we'll okay. bounder you. Okay. Total water is. <laughs> What's a nipple noose, All right. Hold on, Lisa. We'll uh, get the guy's work star. number. We'll be back with the specials after this. Adam, you're a f- Kick it! I want to love you. Love line will be right back. And boy, will we be mad if you bail. DraftKings Ultimate Fantasy Podcast. Hey, it's John Kincaid. Have you checked out the DraftKings Ultimate Fantasy Podcast yet? Some fantasy insights from some of the best insiders from DraftKings. Also, too, we've got the best celebrity guests stopping on by to share their love of fantasy and maybe an insider, too. It's a must-listen every single Thursday at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastOne.com. Hi, this is Engelbert Humperdinck. You're listening to Love Line. Oh, boy. Uh-oh, I'm eating on the air. I got some of that special uh, Indian food back there. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with that? That's good food. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good food. What huh. band? Uh, who's uh, who do we have on a couple of couple of days back? Chumbawamba. I was eating, uh, Chumbawamba. Yeah. yeah, I ate all of Chumbawamba's Chinese food. Now yeah. I'm going to eat all the specials Indian food. Yeah. <laughs> I brought that food back uh, from Chumbawamba. I ate it the next day for lunch and fed everybody uh, at my house. All the idiots working yeah, on my yeah, house. In all of ours. But you guys we'll like, like uh, this, Indian yeah. food because you're from England and they have good Indian food there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Best, yeah. Bo- best but, but here. multi in Coventry. Very lovely. Right. Right. Indian food is a lot better right. in England. We love it. Right. California tends to wash it down a little bit. It's yeah, we're, we're pussies here. We don't really like all that curry and whatnot. Yeah, you know, it's hot, you see. You need it so hot. That... Yeah, but see, England, you know, it's, we're quite, a, it's uh, quite diverse there because you get a choice between really hot, exotic, curried food really or uh, boiled uh, pig. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they have very good ethnic food in England. London, particularly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds. What, what do they have on? They can't get Italian any good food. You can't get Hungarian a, food. You can't get any good barbecue, though, can you? No. No. Not like that place you went What's to. What's the new place? Doctor Hogley Wogglies. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, damn, that was half a cow. Yes. Where have you got five. Yes. Nobody 
Yeah, he's giving a high five. Adam's. Listen, Adam's, I am American. Adam's no, from England, right? And he's in here giving high man. fives and going, hey, damn. I didn't say damn. I said, <laughs> listen, it's him. Get right. out of here. He's Listen, there's a place, uh, the specials, you <laughs> and crack. That's what Van Nuys is good for. But the point is, is the best <laughs> barbecue the in town sandwich. is in Van Nuys at a place called uh, Dr. Hoggly Woggly's yeah. Ty uh, Tyler, Texas. Uh, barbecue, yeah. yeah. That was the you one. gotta make I think, right. I think Van Nuys is a nice place. You shouldn't knock it. No, it's uh, it's great, and uh, it's it's worth risking the uh, the gunshots uh, to get down to uh, the, the good like barbecue. Well, it's like you know what I mean? Wait, wait, finish up with like Coventry, Coventry, you know? Finish oh, okay. up first. Yeah, it's, uh, it's dicey. All right, where? Uh, okay, we're on one. We're going to go to somebody now. Lisa. Hi. Lisa, we couldn't get your boyfriend. Hello, Lisa. No, I know. Okay. You didn't want to let us talk to him? No, he's probably busy. He wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't too happy about us interrupting him, and he doesn't get interrupted. Well, so. yeah, he just, he can get, like, in a lot of All trouble. All right. And how old is he? Pardon? How old is he? He's 32. And how long ago was his marriage? Um, when he was 18. And what happened with the marriage? Um, he was tricked into getting married by a girl who said she was pregnant. And what, ha what, what was his parents' uh, marriage like? Um, his... Dad wasn't around, and his mom is totally cool. Okay, so he he didn't see a marriage, really. Um, no, I guess not. Yeah, so so he he has no real model for marriage. He doesn't really want it. What he had with it was bad. You're gonna have to do some convincing. And if he's not willing to go in the same direction you are in terms of your life plan, oh, you you may uh, look, Lisa, assert yourself. Right? I I I believe with these. You excuse the expression, the yentas you were talking to. And the book, The Rules? Yeah. The, I'd like the, to give a quick plug for my new book called The Jewels. It's just a uh, large picture of my scrotum. <laughs> and, of course, uh, teaching teens to smoke, which is another, uh, which will be out in paperback. Right, but Lisa, so. I, you, this, is, uh, this is important like, to you. What she needs, basically, some like, long leather boots. Well, past okay, her knees. Right, this is yeah. important to you. Walk over the little, you're getting, uh, you're getting marital, marital advice you from you a scob. You need to be talking about it together a lot. And if it can't be resolved, it is a deal breaker in your relationship. All right, and realize it if he if if that's what you want and that's what he doesn't want. Realize it at some point and move on. It, deal with the reality because that you're not going to change it at a certain point. Karen, you're 18. Hi. You're on with the specials. Why? Thank you. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Um, really, what it boils down to? I'm currently involved in a relationship with someone who's 23. He lives in Texas, and really. I'm bisexual. He, well, he knows. I mean, I've told him, and he seems rather um, indifferent to it. But um, the thing is, I'm finding myself more and more as his distance is really growing on me. That I want more to be with a woman than with his. Him. His what is really growing? The distance on you? is affecting distance, her. Distance. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you want to be with a woman? Yes. Just leave him then. As simple as that. But it's not. Why? If it were that simple, I wouldn't have to call, would I? So, you, you, well, it, well, it, it listen, is simple. Don't crack wise. <laughs> it is simple. Oh, seriously. I mean, if if you don't feel like you want him, do you love him? I do. I certainly do. But at the same time, this distance, and he has certain personality clicks that don't, that of course don't sit well, but I'm sure that like in what? a relationship you'll have those things. Like what? Men like that, don't they? Well, he's rather... Extremely paranoid. I mean, I can relate to that. I'm, I have that affliction myself. But paranoid, paranoid, paranoid as well. Yeah. Paranoid about what? Well, paranoid about everything. He's paranoid about a lot of things. He's, you know, he he tends to be rather hermit-like. Mm. Doesn't want to go out a whole lot. Does he collect guns? 
Oh, no, no, no. You never know. What is he paranoid oh, about? They do that. Paranoid, uh, here's what we do in this country. You know how you keep guns away from paranoid people in England? Yes, we yeah. give them a whole arsenal. <laughs> oh, right. And okay. a little plot of land and a, and a, a rebel flag. Yes. And then uh, we're surprised five years later when they come in and shoot up the town drunk. Speaking of different countries, I listened to you guys a little while ago. And uh, one of your callers had something to say about his girlfriend that lived in Holland, mm -hmm. and they were having a relationship. I don't know if you guys remember that. He was a band member. He had, uh, the girlfriend was like 14, and he was 20. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm from Holland. I've lived here for about five years now, I guess, five, six what years. What color eyes you got? Huh? What color eyes you got? Pay no attention to Ronnie. What are you doing over here? <laughs> well, my parents, my parents moved over here. Yeah. And when they lived out here, well, I'm, I moved away. Isn't it amazing? D Dutch people speak at least three languages like they came from that country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. English is not her first language. No. Can I, you imagine that? And it's, you speak better language than all of us combined. Be better English, <laughs> I should say. Yeah, you <laughs> I screwed up the... We, we speak, what, a speak a little Dutch for us, Karen. Oh, what do you want to hear? Well, you know, just uh, uh, tell me uh, how attracted you are to me. Uh, I've been... Uh, keep talking. Oh, it's turning me on already. I keep oh. going. Drew, Drew, turn the Stop light down. Feet. Keep going, Karen. <laughs> now, I get how do you know frisky. I'm not really cursing you, Adam? Uh, I don't care, baby. You don't care, I don't speak uh, look at Dutch. <laughs> that's, really, that's really good to know. See, you know, my problem was indifference there. All right, listen. Um, I, I, what is it your boyfriend's paranoid about? Well, he has a lot of paranoia. What? People are out to get him. Okay. I don't, do you understand that that is a sign of a very serious psychiatric disturbance? Well, okay. is thank he, you, does, but does I, he do, I go through, does I go through, I have that same problem really? myself. Does he do a lot of speed? No, do, no. Does he do any stimulants? No. Any drugs? No. Okay. No. I, I'm, What's he what, doing what, in Texas, by the way? He's a mechanic. He's what? He's a mechanic. He, well, he went to school out here for his, uh, his degree. And he's what I'm exploring is what kind of person you choose to be involved with, why you would choose to be in a, in a relationship with somebody who may not be well emotionally, and then what has happened to you that uh, caused so much ambivalence about your sexual identity. You guys want to bet? <laughs> Can we? All right. Go right ahead. We should gamble on you. Go for it. All right. Uh, you guys got any money? You have a dollar? Just uh, spend yeah, it all on yeah, it. Yeah, dime sometimes. Spend one dollar on it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I've got some money. Uh, Pay us a welcome to special, you see. Yeah, there you go. The money's coming out. They're on here. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. yeah, we've got it. We've got it. We've got it. We One dollar or five dollars. I need a dollar. Oh, we go, need go. a dollar. Yeah, we've got oh, it. Yeah, there we go. Here we go. Okay, this could take a long time. Uh, by the way, even though you guys are a band, we haven't got money. Uh, One dollar just not covered for the entire group. <laughs> I, I got to tell you. Come on. I need two more dollars from the specials. Come on. And then one for Adam. Uh, Drew, you give me a dollar, hey ho. Come on. Money out, lads. That's okay. Yeah, look, it's another one. We are taking money out. Oh, All right. Adam's struck in some He's more got money. Bill let me. Let me explain, Roddy. Neville, yep. Adam, let me explain no, how no, the no. gambling goes, no, because uh, I, uh, I, I smell gamble. trouble here. I don't gamble anyway. Here's the situation. We are gambling on her past. Right. We want to know what led her into the life that she is in currently today. Why is she with an, a, a guy who's uh, a few thousand miles away this and paranoid and uh, got a degree and is turning wrenches for a living? Okay. What happened in her childhood? Drew, why don't you go first so you can set an example? Uh, sort of detached hippie parents. That's sort of the Adam Carolla story. Thank you. Uh, sexually <laughs> abused about the age of six. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, overt sexual abuse. Overt sexual abuse with uh, neighbor, hippie parents. Neighbor, neighbor or something. Some guy named uh, Sunshine yeah. uh, felt her up when uh, she was uh, six years old. Yeah. All right, Roddy, do you have a uh, do you have a guess? Uh, it's all about her past. Her past. All right. 
Alcoholism in the family. Nah, I don't think. I don't, I don't think so. I think maybe like she just doesn't trust men, you know. But why doesn't she trust men? Well, what, what happened what in happened her past? In her primary yeah, relationship. Well, your father was a creep. I don't know. Her father was a creep. I'm not, I'm not uh, qualified to say that. That's fine. No one here is, except for Drew, who's not really right. qualified because he's tired. I don't know. Probably, probably some insecurity. From All right, but what did her dad do to her? Sexual abuse? No, I mean, just didn't care enough, maybe. Okay. Not available. Not available. Didn't, didn't, wasn't there for birthday party. Wasn't there for birthday. Okay, that's beautiful. Neville? Well, I'll put it down to um, she's insecure because um, the uh, guy she was with. No, nope. parents. Uh, Primary relationship. Uh, family true. of origin. Stop with the big words. <laughs> Long time ago. Okay. Her relationship with her parents. Yes, it's going to be um, she, her dad wasn't around and um, she distrusts men because some, she must have seen some men. Maybe not taking care of her mom or something like that. All right, all right. So, all right, here's what we'll agree on. Dad wasn't in the picture, and maybe uh, mom's boyfriend or yeah. stepdad abused mom a little bit. And maybe her. And maybe her, too. True, please. she ever heard, like, a, a mom and dad making love by yeah. Vanessa? All right, no change. No, you're good with right. your answer. <laughs> Adam, what do you think? I think she was tapped up when she was younger. Tapped up? Yeah. What does that mean? I, I don't know. At sex. You know. When she was younger. Better. How old? Uh, I think about probably eight, ten. You know, okay, so his, so like, his sexual abuse. Tell daddy that type of thing. Little after mine. Was it by somebody her own age or older person? Yeah, and I probably think family member. Okay. No, I'm not saying. Huh? Not saying that's a good guess. Member, that's you good. Know, okay. That's, that's good um, he's, he's saying the same thing as me, but after. Yes. And I'm okay. specifically saying hippie mm -hmm. parents, too. Uh, I will go with uh, no overt sexual. Oh, no, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I will go with uh, molested, uh, not by a family member, but by someone else, and the family didn't do anything about it. And that was my thing. Neighbor. Yeah. Okay. Well, treat a different age. Treat a different I said eight by age six. Okay, I'll go after age All right. six. All right. <laughs> okay. What is it? All right, what line was she on? Karen? Yes. All right. Well, who uh, who's right here? Um, I don't think any of you are. My parents were not hippies. They're extremely uh, conservative. Mm -hmm. um, my dad is an engineer. He wasn't around a lot, but he was always there as far as being there. My mother probably was the only one that really wasn't there, although she was always at home. She was never there emotionally or anything. Well, was like dad that. there for birthdays and that sort of thing? Most of the time, yeah. Every well, once in a while he wouldn't. Did you ever, ever hear, like, your parents making love in the other room? Did that frighten you? No. Now? What's up with your mom? What, what, what do you mean she wasn't there emotionally? My, my mother, um, well, before I left home when I was 16, she, Why'd well, you we all got in a really big argument. My mother turned to my father and said, either she goes or I go. And, oh, um, I've heard that one before. Why did you leave home at 16? It's pretty young. Well, because I've always been extremely independent. Uh, I can't stand my parents. They're extremely controlling. Mm. And They're the opposite of what I got. Controlling it's, it's, uh -huh. you know, it's, it's just claustrophobic to me. Okay. Yeah, but and, that and doesn't tell us what, so. And what was with your mother's uh, emotional problems? I, I don't know what her deal is. She yeah, has never sure. really liked me or my sister that much, for that matter. Yeah, um, she's always, I guess, tried to struggle for my dad's yeah, she Was she physically abusive or anything like that? Do you? Um, no, she was. Her jealous. parents both died when she was young. And I jealous. She's jealous. Mm. Because okay. the dad was paying more attention to, and, um, to yeah, the kids. Yeah, I think so. Oh. That's all it is. How old were you when you started having sex? Um, I was 12 and I was raped. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, I'm going for, uh, we're giving that to Adam yeah, then. Yeah. Okay. Adam wins the pot. Yeah. You can uh, go to Dr. Hogley Wogley's and get the get the cardiac special over there. This is the point. I mean, you, you were in some you were in a, a, an abusive family system of one sort or another. It's the exact opposite of what I guess. I guess the parents were not empathic mm -hmm. and unavailable. In fact, they were over controlling and intrusive, which is another kind of abuse. 
and that made you unable to defend yourself in a situation where you could be victimized, and a victimizer sought that out, smelled it, and then went for it, and lo and behold, oh boy. now we've got problems. All right, so you're bisexual, and uh, was uh, was raped at 12. What a, what a coincidence. We get that all the time. Uh, we just got one last night, didn't we? All right, so... Karen, uh, break things off with this guy in uh, in Texas. Not only are you not in Texas, but he's a mechanic and you're bisexual, yeah. and uh, that's enough of that. And that's we'll what be, I would say as well. well. We'll be back with the specials. Yeah. Dude. 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 You haven't already heard the record-breaking podcast where Shaq interviewed Kobe? The greatest Laker ever. What's up, Kobe? Uh, what's up, my man? Well, no worries, because you can get it right now at podcastone.com. Just click on the big podcast with Shaq, stream it, or download it. You'll be glad you did. I don't hate you. I know you don't hate me. Our disagreements, we set them to each other's face. That's the big podcast with Shaq, guest starring Kobe Bryant. We've gotten a fist fight. That just showed me that, you know what, this kid ain't gonna back down. At podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hey, it's Loveline. Roddy Neville and Adam are here, all from the specials. They're in town. With the doctor. Dr. Drew, they're staying in the uh, Garden Spot of America, Van Nuys, California. Wonderful there. I hey, love it. Adam, stop knocking it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, that's my old stomping grounds. And uh, we will. just sell on the streets then, did you? We will. Uh, <laughs> when I wasn't turning tricks, I was uh, buying crack. I, you know what? I had to sell myself sexually so I could get. Uh, Rib money. Yeah? yeah. For the Hoagie Wogglies. Yes. Yeah, I know this. I've got Go the same problem now. I know you do. We will be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. Yes, it is Loveline. I'm Adam Corolla. As Dr. Drew, the specials are here tonight. And um, you guys aren't really promoting anything tonight, specifically. You're just yeah, we're promoting ourselves. I'm promoting you. <laughs> we're just hanging out. <laughs> right. Hanging out. Oh. We're promoting you. Come back to America. America. Yeah, and uh, how long have you been here, actually? Uh, I've been here four months living in Santa Cruz with my girlfriend. Yeah, no, oh, really? About three yeah. months. Oh, that's nice. Three months we've been here now. And when are you going back? When you're done with the record? Yeah, when we're finished. Christmas. Did you have to come out here to... Uh, don't take that the wrong way, but... Uh, <laughs> did we have to come here? You, you no, could have reco- not really, but we you, did. You could have recorded it in England, right? Yeah. Yeah. Out in England. It's just it's cold in England. Right. It's, it was better to do it here. No, it, it just worked out better to come here. More girlfriends. Good. We're, uh, we're glad to have you. Corey. Hi. Hey, you're 15. You're on with the specials. Yeah, Adam and Drew, you're great, but I have no questions for you tonight. All right. All right. And the specials? Hello. You guys Hello. are the best. Oh, thank you. Out of everything, I think <laughs> we'll stop. Oh, you. Now, you're, Corey, you're 15. Yep. So when did you get hip to the specials? Mm, about a year and a half ago. And how did that happen? I don't know. I just, like, heard about them from a friend and then just started listening to, like, started with that type of ska. I've liked everything. I like all forms of it, pretty much. It's just some of it I don't like, like, no doubt. Right. <laughs> my new Boss Tones are getting kind of sad. Like the latest time I saw them, it was really bad. Oh, we love I, the Boss Tones. Not the matter. What do you mean sad? Well, um, 
It seems like <laughs> Dickie's going to hear this and he might get mad. But Dickie doesn't like listen from the road. <laughs> yeah? Seems like he's on drugs. No, he's no, not. No. I had dinner tired? with him like uh, a month ago. He's tired, probably. Yeah, <laughs> they're a lot more tired and they're not as, like, the same. Uh, well, what, no, wait a minute. Wait, wait. When's the last time you saw them live? I saw them uh, October, no, September 30th. He is gonna. He is. He actually oh. cares about what every one of his yeah, constituents. Drew, Drew said uh, the Boston's were selling out last time they were in here, and uh, and Dickie went nuts. Although yeah, Drew was kidding for three days. <laughs> I know. I was surprised too because I've seen him three other times this year. All right. Well, listen. Let me that's, that's let me say this in, in defense, and I'm sure the uh, specials will back me up on this. Um, like Drew and I, we do a uh, thousand radio shows uh, a year, and I'm sure um, 750 of them suck. You you know, bands go out, they play uh, five, six gigs a week. They've been on on tour for months and months and months, and some nights are, aren't as good as others. I don't know why yeah. the energy's not there. Someone's suffering from the flu, whatever it is. Never the specials. do, too. No, we never do that. They jump up and down like idiots and play play the horns, and same thing you guys do. Yeah, we jump idiots, and we play the horns, and we're fit. But we never get tired. But you're fresh every night, aren't yeah. you? God, we have to be. All right. Yeah, right. We collapse in the dressing room afterwards and then The same thing happened kind of ha well, like with real big fish. Mm -hmm. All right. We have lots of nurses back. I'll tell you what, so. though. As, let's talk about your love of the specials instead right. of your disdain for other ska bands. <laughs> okay. Um, mainly, I just want to know, when they're coming to Seattle and if they're going to play an all-ages show this time. Oh, listen. We're, we're planning to do all-ages show um, yeah. all next year. The last management. Okay, good. Last time we were here, it was 21 up. I know, I know. I that's remember that show. That's that's Why do they do that? I know. It's, I don't know. It's, they, call, they want to sell more <laughs> so um, drinks. Nah, they want to sell more drinks. Is there a liability or something? Can, they, we can take places that, that, that does um, all ages. Yeah, with the alcohol license. You know, it's it's got to be some oh, kind of insurance thing. That's what I think. worry about alcohol. They must can put the on their ages on. And bugger the alcohol. We don't have to. They don't have to bugger? drink to enjoy themselves. No, we bugger the alcohol. We don't, we don't bugger anything. <laughs> no, no, that's English. That's he just likes an English to bugger. Term. I don't bugger anything. What's bugger mean? That's bugger. an English term. Bugger. Hey, well, listen. Oh, it's, it's, it's like bugger off. It's, it's go, away. go away. Oh, that explains it then. Okay, but I, I saw you guys looking like bugger. Pardon? No, it's it's f the it's it's f the alcohol, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where are you playing February? Playing Seattle in February. And we're doing uh, all ages stuff. All right, Corey. All right. All right, Corey. Come and say hello to us and say you talk to us on the radio. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, Corey. Give you a beer. Old enough, are you? No, she won't give her a drink. Julie. Hi. You're 18. Yes. What's going on? Um. Well, first I want to say Adam and Drew, you guys are really cool, and um, the specials. Thank you. Yeah, been a long time fan. Thank Anyways. You. Good. Um. <laughs> I have a question about, um, you oh. guys get a lot of colors with either they've been abused by their peers or they've been abused by adults. And I was wondering, like, are the consequences a lot different in the behavior? And Not life? a lot different, uh, though the degree of trust violation and the impact on ability to have successful intimate relationships is worse if it's an adult or somebody that you trust or have a already well, have a certainly person. a family member. I mean, it's I mean, worse it, it to just, have your just, dad feel you up. boundaries so it, badly, and and it's true. Wasn't I talking? Re were you? Yeah, I think I was oh, there. Oh man, Jesus! That was one of the yentas from the Grodin. <laughs> just relax. I was saying, I, I think it's it's psychologically uh, definitely 
uh, would leave a bigger scar yes. if dad felt you up as opposed to some stranger, even though there's going to be some trauma there. W worse if dad does it. The kid yeah. thing tends to create a lot of confusion. It tends to sexualize kids at a, a younger age and thereby sort of get them involved earlier in puberty, and they might make Guilt bad thing. choices early on that have further impact. But it isn't the kind of tremendous violation and boundary violation that it is if a family member violates. But also, a lot of people that get... Um, Put them in the chair and pull the switch for people who molest kids. Get the kids. Uh, the nipple news out. Yeah, I hate people who molest kids. I just can't. You, know, you should... Uh, you, you don't like um, no, pedophiles? No, 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 no. Really? No, 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 no. Put them in the... F I, mean, I don't, don't like them. And your mic's over there trying to figure like out whether you use the F word or not. Yeah, I don't like, honestly, it's something I just don't like. You're not a fan of pedophile? No. Why? Did anything happen to you? No, 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 no. 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 But he's worried about his daughter again. No, 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 sure. I just, uh, no, 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 seriously, I'll just, I know people who's... Been messed up by it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, it is. It, what it's it does horrible. to people's lives. It is. But, but what I was going to say is a lot of the people that get victimized by their peers first got victimized at home, and that's what left them open to get victimized when they, on the schoolyard when they were 9, 10, or whatever age their well, peers it, it, got to it, them. Two yeah, if, if they were having an unhealthy home situation, they don't have the fortitude to stand up to somebody that But doesn't. most of it starts from home. It's, it's, it's yes. somewhere in the home. If somebody's yeah. a healthy home, they usually can kind of sense what is and is not mm -hmm. appropriate behavior and fight it off. Yeah, because you have some self-esteem and yeah, some dignity that your parents gave you. you know some structure rules. and some you know boundaries. How, how things are supposed to be structured. Right. But if things are like that at home, how are you we, going we to talked have to, a Right, so when some idiot life, comes up to you uh, at age nine and wants you to get in his van with him, you have enough uh, uh, stability well, to say, like no, bug off. Uh, is that good? Yeah. Good use of the word bugger off. Bugger off. Uh, bugger no, off. off. No, bug off's all right as well. You wanker. Yes. <laughs> Tosser. Yeah. And then you give, him the, you give him yeah. this one. You give him <laughs> yeah. the bollocks. Uh, bollocks. The bollocks. Two thing. fingers, bollocks. Right. I don't understand that. Candy. Hey. Hey, you're 19. Yeah, I just turned 19 yesterday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. What colour eyes you got? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> you stop asking eyes? everyone what colour eyes they've got. She's got glass eyes. Have you got glass eyes? No, I have blue eyes. Oh, you've got blue eyes. Don't say that. God. Candy. Okay, um, I'm in a relationship with a guy that I went to high school with, and he graduated about three years before I did, and I haven't seen him since high school, and he came up about two months ago with some of my best friends to visit me at college, and honestly, I mean, I just fell in love, like, right when I saw him. We were, I mean, we just really, really clicked, and we've been inseparable, like, ever since I went home, and he's come up here a lot, and everything's, like, really, really perfect, and... I mean, he feels the same way I do, and I just, this is like a really, really perfect relationship. Nothing wow, I'm different. in the same way. I'm, I'm feeling the same way right We're now. We're all in love. <laughs> yeah, Adam and I already wonder what the problem is. I'm in love with uh, Dr. Hogley Wogley. <laughs> okay, and... Um, oh, you would be, Adam. Okay, <laughs> the problem is, though, I'm kind of concerned about his past, because I know in high school he was like, I mean, I, he's been with uh, quite a few people, and... I don't want to know, like, any details. I don't even care who. I don't want to know, like, anything, mm -hmm. right. details about it. But, and our relationship isn't sexual yet, but I know it's going to be. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So you're, so you're concerned about the, the safety yeah. factor? Yeah, and I don't want to, I, I don't, I mean, I know he won't be offended and he'll tell me anything I want to know. Yeah. But I don't really want to know anything. Right. But then again, I, I like feel like I kind of need to know. It's well, what do you need to know? You know, you know he's been. Yeah, you know he's been very active. No, yeah. that's not, I don't. That's not the point. Though the point I want to make sure that he's like doesn't have anything. Well, how are you gonna? Well, no, wait a minute. How you you know he's at risk? Make him a medical examination. What do you, what do you, what well, is what it? What do I say? Hello, go get 
test it. I mean, yep. Yeah. That's the only. If, if you're really going to know, that way about it. Yeah. If you really don't know, say straight. Look, you can screw what you want. I need you to be tested. I mean, God, you should. You're talking and, about your health here. Uh, believe that's, me. That's if, why I feel like I need to say. I mean, but I don't really. I mean, I. I mean, I know that he. I mean, I know like 99% nine sure that he doesn't have anything. Well, but, then why are you calling? Because I know I just need to. I mean, I want to make. I mean, is that is. Well, it, ask him. Ask him. Just come out playing and ask him. Then he'll. I mean, is that going to offend? Do you have any diseases? No, 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 no. It wouldn't. Just ask him honestly. I'd put a condom on. And it'd be best for you to ask him instead of just messing around and then thinking, oh, he has the disease. But but Neville, what do you ask him? What? Just say what. Just ask. Um, can you go and get a test? Have you had a test lately? Blah. You know. Right. Have you had a test lately? Yeah, say that to him. Yeah. Yeah, say that. Well, you know, say it a bit better than that. You know what I mean? But now, I want to make. I want to have sex with you, but I'm not sure no, if I should because you know I'm not sure if you've um, got AIDS or anything. But have you had an AIDS test right lately? Adam, you've made the point that it's different if a guy brings it up than if a girl brings it up. When nah. a guy brings it up, it's a little bit presumptuous. You mean it? But if a girl brings it up, the guy's probably going to be. Uh, Listen, you if if you bring it up and. Basically, what you're saying is yeah. it, when uh, Candy... We're preparing. When 19-year-old uh, voluptuous blue-eyed Candy says mm. to um, her hard-up um, sexual partner-to-be... Hard-up. Hard-up. Yes. When she says to him, hey, um, can you go down to the clinic and get, get yourself an AIDS <laughs> test? What you're saying is is um, you you're we're going to score. Yeah, you dead yes. you're gonna have, you're gonna have yeah, sex. Yeah, so what does he do? He runs he along. Runs. He runs and gets I, I, the I test. Would. His I pants are down before he gets into yeah. the clinic Either. door. There you go. Yeah, but if someone asked me that, I would be offended. I would be like, well, horses for courses, darling. It's the way you it's say, the way you say it. it. Definitely. It's the way you do just, it. Just, and just say uh, over a candlelit meal. It's like, by the way, uh, I mean, but that's like a legitimate AIDS? question to ask. <laughs> you see, that's it. There's two ways of saying this. You can first say, look, excuse me, do you shag? And then you could say to him afterwards, you could go, by the way, do you want to have an AIDS test? It's, it's, you can do it. There's loads of ways of doing this. <laughs> just, uh, just work it in, please. So, so that you <laughs> can. Easy. <laughs> okay. All right, Kenny. He won't. He won't be offended. He'll be doing a touchdown dance. No, it, I, I'll tell you quite honestly. Um, if a woman said that to me, I would say, "Here's someone who's responsible, and here's someone who's probably in pretty good shape herself because yeah. she's asking. Yeah, and probably I'm not the first guy she's asked. Meaning, yeah. meaning she's somebody who looks out for herself. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty confident about her. I'd have been a motif. But she's frightened to ask him, though. Right. She will. Because if you ask her, she'd feel away. You asking her, so. Right. Uh, I, uh, well, at least wear a condom the first time around and then work into it. But I would hold out sexually until he gets the test. Rory. Yeah. Hey, you're 14. Yeah. Um, my parents, um, they, like, they're doing a lot of drugs, like, today. They were just wasted. And it's, like... It's just like screwing my brothers and sisters up a lot. How old are your brothers and sisters? Um, well, I have a four-year-old, a twelve-year-old, and my sisters eight or nine. Oh boy! Your sisters are nine. Well, I have two brothers and a sister. Uh, two brothers and sisters. So there's four of you all together. Yeah. Uh, we're, and, uh, we're, you're, are you the oldest then? Yeah. How about your grandparents? Um. On my mom's side, they're really screwed up. A lot of like drunks and drugs and stuff. Thank, thank goodness they had four kids. Yeah. As, as if uh, uh, two's not enough. Uh, we're uh, we're only heroin addicts. Uh, we really need four. Oh, uh, wow. oh, Rory. Is there anybody in the family you could rely upon or you know, um, call well, upon to assist you with it's this? It's kind of weird because my dad's side's sort of clean. He just like is the screw up of the family. 
But um, what about going to that? Does he have a brother who um? Gives um a, yeah, gives a... he's a lawyer. Oh really? Yeah. Uh oh. So he's worse than a drug addict, really. Can, can you? <laughs> is there somebody you can appeal? Anybody to else? Uh... Um. Well, I've sort of just like been relying on my friends because they're like really good. I'm like sort of like, like I'm like really anti-drug and stuff. Mm, yeah. That's well, that's good. I'd like to. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna become a drug addict when I have kids to so turn my sense. kids away from uh, drugs. Yeah. Hey, Rory. Yeah. Here's probably the reality of the situation. Uh, I know you're worried about your brothers and uh, sisters. You're 14, and uh, you're doing what a lot of people do, which is when the when the home life isn't so good, you start hanging out with your friends, and you start, uh, you know, like when I was a kid, my, my parents weren't drug addicts, but they weren't great parents. I just sort of adopted other families. I'd sleep over, I'd yeah, be eating at I other people's houses. You know, I'd get that crappy health food at home, so I went over, you know, next door and had, like, you know, pork chops. And uh, just lard right out of the bucket with an ice cream scooper. But, Rory, you're worried about your younger, uh, the younger ones. Yeah. Well, All right. I think you need to talk to, I would talk to, like, your dad's brother. Yep, I would. And explain to him what's going on with his brother. He should have some, he'll probably sue him. He will have some concern as to what's going on with his brother. Yeah, or, his, or your grandparents on your dad's side. You know what I mean? Like get, if, get the family involved. If you're a responsible guy yeah. and your brother's son comes up to you and says, uh, hey, I don't know if you know what's going on, but dad's, uh, you know, he's pretty, your brother's pretty heavily into drugs and yeah. the kids and everything. If you're halfway decent, you yeah. would get involved with that. Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And he's an adult, and uh, he's he's an educated guy, and I'm sure he, being a lawyer, he has some means. Uh, and, and or the grandparents you know. on that side. Do it, Rory, please. You've got you've to do it. It's, okay. it's the only chance that you can help your siblings. Yeah. And it's the only chance that anybody will be able to intervene to help your parents get better. Because yeah. so. I'm, get, well, I'm like getting like A's and B's. Good, and stay with it. I'm, I'm not really worried about me. It's just my brother. All right, contact yeah. your dad's brother. Okay. 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 What kind of law does he practice? Um, I don't really know. Don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll talk then. Take it easy. Yeah? All right? Okay. All right, Roy. Right. Oh, boy. Three-year-olds and four-year-olds. and Yeah, uh, it's kind of rough. Oh, no, big, rough. Uh, big families and, and drugs. But it seems like he's, uh, he's got his head screwed up. Roy's fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, as long as there's somebody like him in within that family structure, he, he, I mean, he wants to help his... It's just sad when uh, when the kids family. have to become the adults in yeah. in the family. Leo, yeah, you're 23. You're on with the specials. Yeah, I have a medical question concerning birth control pills. Right. Uh, my fiance is a citizen of Singapore and uh, saw her doctor, who is an MD, about getting uh, getting birth control. Mm -hmm. Her doctor gave her a monophasic prescription mm -hmm. that she hasn't started taking yet. Uh, however, he seemed to have a lot of bad things to say about it. Uh, it kind of struck me funny when she told me this because all I've heard about it is good things. But what are the bad things you said? Uh, he, he pointed out a lot of the side effects, including um, something that if she stayed on it for long enough, it could even uh, cause a problem if in the womb, some kind of hostile environment in the womb, uh, which would make a slight possibility that she could not have children if she stayed on it for a long period of time, he said. How well, long? that's the whole plan, isn't it, really? You stay on it and... Um... How you don't long? have kids. How long is he talking well, about? Well, we, we, we want to Oh, when you kids, wanted actually. to have kids. All right, right. Well, I understand you know, now. This is like never have kids, you know? Um, I was just kidding, Leo. Oh, thanks. Okay. Um, so what I did is, because that struck me odd, I called the, 
my mother's gynecologist because uh, she's <clears throat> taking birth control for menopause. That had to be a lovely conversation. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Fankelwitz, uh, could you remove your hand from my mother's uh, inside for a second and pick up the phone? I want to talk to you. Oh, I never want to, I don't want to think about my mom and the gynecologist. I, I really don't. Is it really that? I'd like to believe uh, that my mom doesn't have, I believe that my mom has a psychic gynecologist where she just sits in the waiting room and he just, uh, he sees Look, right through her panties. Yeah. Just, uh, this, is um, this is why you're so uh, preoccupied yeah, with your dog Adam. concept. Adam, I never even thought about that, but thanks for giving me the image. All right, oh. so what happened? What do you say? I'm now ruined for what, life. What did they say? Um, okay, well, they wouldn't help me because they said, because I or my fiance is not a patient of theirs, yeah. they can't give me advice. Yeah. But they did tell me to call Planned Parenthood. I called Planned Parenthood. I told uh, them all this stuff. Uh, however, I'm kind of iffy about that because when I asked the person at Planned Parenthood what her qualifications were, she said, oh, I'm a medical student. Uh, you're, uh, let I me mean, just butt in for about... one second here, Leo. Mm -hmm. Your mom's a uh, gynecologist. He didn't right. ask if you were a really big baby, did he? No. So what did the medical student tell you? Okay, she told me that um, instead of a monophasic, um, my fiance should be taking a triphasic, and instead of trying it for 30 days, she should be trying it for 90 days. And she said most of everything that the, the medical doctor in, uh, in Singapore told my fiance was uh, pretty much hogwash. Yeah, I totally agree with the medical student. Well, now that they kicked the Brits out of there, maybe uh, yeah. maybe look at I don't some know decent what, medical I don't know. attention. Yeah, in fact, they're, they're, again, <laughs> bloody English are everywhere. Uh, <laughs> virtually 100% of women will menstruate normally within six months of stopping the pill. So I, I don't know what he's talking about. Well, you think it's a cultural and thing or something? I wonder if there is some cultural religious motivation to. to they got the monophasic and the triphasic. Are is there the biphasic as well? No. Why not? How do you do that? There's low dose monophasic and triphasic. So there's no biphasic. Although I think I may have rented that. You've, left me, on the, you've, you've left me on the left phasic, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, the specials are. Uh, are uh, you guys are going to catch your second win when we come back. I All see right. you guys fall yeah. apart. <laughs> not enough sleep. Uh, too, uh, drinking uh, too many uh, too many pints and. Uh, I don't drink too much bar. I don't drink. Oh, okay. All right. But you have in the past. Yes. Yes. You smoke pie? In the past. Okay. Like a half hour ago? <laughs> <laughs> like in the van? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, we don't. Hey, no. listen, you, don't, you can't have drugs in America. No, 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 no you're don't right. Believe in that. No, no, we don't either. I don't, I've stopped taking drugs. They do make five. exceptions for uh, ska bands here in the States, though, for marijuana. And we'll no, be back. Don't touch it. Okay. We'll be back. Hello, is this Loveline? I have a problem with my stool. Hello, Loveline. I have a problem with you. Too. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. Uh-oh, I gotta go. Well, I'll be right My name's Dickie Barrett. My name's Joe Gittleman. We're in the Mighty Mighty Boston's, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Oh, there are them beautiful Boston's now. The specials are our guests tonight. Hello. Phone Hello. number Oops. for uh, Love Line. <laughs> All right, let's cut them off. Uh, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Adam Carolla, it's Dr. Drew, Roddy, Neville, and uh, Beaver Hello. Butt Adam. Hello, Summer. Pam. 
Adam uh, just showed us his butt with, As a, usual, uh, that's his forte. with a beaver on the back. Yes. That's and a beautiful what? tattoo. It's nice, isn't it? Is that, uh, is that, is, is there anything significant well, about see, that? No, what it is, my, my, <laughs> Come on. my name, my little nickname is, is Beaver. Mm -hmm. And there's two things I like to say this. On, a, on, a, on an interview, and it's before sort of like six o'clock, I'll always say it's because when I was born I had a buck teeth, a flat tail, and I eat trees, but I'm better now. And then on a show like this, I always say to people, well, it's because I've got a predilection for the female genitalia. Oh, you do? Yeah. Of course he does. That's, uh, that's something you enjoy. He's a yeah. trumpet trombone player, so he's got a very fast triple tonguing action. Right. Which yeah. apparently the girls love. Yeah, he's got a good so lip. I've yeah. I've never watched it yet. I was walking away when he starts doing that. Oh, my God. Yeah, the trombone's <laughs> a very uh, sexual instrument because there's uh, no uh, fingerings on it. It's just position, 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 uh, position. <laughs> and right? that's quite good for Adam. It's all in the position. That's all good for you, isn't it? Yeah, so you enjoy um, you enjoy performing yeah, oral sex I, on a woman. I love performing and I love performing oral sex. Yeah. Do you ever get down there with the mouthpiece and? Uh... Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I can do hide in trumpet concerto on a good day. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Adam, uh, get your plugs in because I know you got yelled at during the break. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the specials are going to play a very special show this Saturday. A yeah, very special show for everyone who wants to come down. Now, I've got to get this right. It's the North Hollywood <laughs> no, Athletic Club. Just no, just Hollywood Athletic Club. It's the Hollywood, Hollywood Athletic Club <laughs> right. in L.A. Why don't you guys right. do it? And we're going to be there doing a show for uh, FM uh, Osaka Radio, and it's gone out live on the radio to them. And so yeah. all the people who it's come a nice, down... It's a nice venue. I just saw uh, the K-Rock uh, Halloween party was there on uh, Friday. And they had uh, the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, and who else played there, uh, producer Ann? Lords of Acid played there as well. Well, we wouldn't have known. We were playing at the Roxy same yeah. night. Right. We did Roxy that night. You, did, right. you so didn't you'll... come and see us there, did you? No, I was dressed up like an idiot. Uh... He was going to Hoagly yeah. Wogley's, wasn't he? Bloody hell. And uh, the, the album will be out in uh, January, Mid-January on Way Cool Records. I've just had to say that. Way Cool Records. Shana. And it's the specials. a lovely person. You're 21. You're on with the specials. Thank you. Hi. Hey, Hello. Shana. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. Good, Actually. good. You sound nice. Um, huh? Sound good. You sound nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I guess my question is, um, well, I've had two bad dreams, um, both involving my father and, like, having sex with him. <laughs> and I, the first dream I had, um, it was, like, forced sex, like he was forcing me, but I really couldn't do anything about it. And then um, in my dream, I told my mom, and she didn't believe me or anything, and they were trying to, like, banish me from the family. How old were you in your dream? Were you uh, your current age? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how old are you? Just wait, listen 21. Again. 21. Second, what happened in the second one? He took you out to dinner first? This dream. Adam. Well, this dream, was it? Was it this yeah, dream? dream. It's a dream. Yeah, it's all it's a dream. Probably what you need, basically, is an older man as a lover. The second dream? That's all. The second dream was last night, and um, it wasn't forced, and I actually was, like, really turned on by it. By uh, an older man's lover. Are, are, are you otherwise okay? Yeah. Are you an anxious just, anxious person? Am I an anxious person? Yeah. She knows it's I a don't dream. think so. Any mood problems or anything like that? Any what? Depression? No. Well, I mean... I probably have a little bit of self-esteem yeah. problem, but why? Why? Yeah. Um, because just because. Well, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't have the greatest childhood. What happened? Um. Well, my dad was kind of 
really, really controlling uh-huh. and really um, a real hypocrite as far as Most religion goes. Uh, how's know? that? He would, he would like beat us and then go to church and you know raise his hand and pray and for you. Down, you know? Physically abuse you. Yeah. Like, I was a punching bag. I, I was afraid to even leave the house when it was time for me to move out because I thought he'd go to the younger sisters. But you know what? He's gotten help, and he's fine now. I mean, he's the dad now that I always wanted. How about you? Oh, well, we know that by your dreams. Did, did you have... <laughs> but that's, did you that, ever... that's the fact. Really? And that's the really... This is all this unresolved Oedipal Well, stuff. wait a minute. Now that she has the ideal Let me dad. just make sure there was no sexual contact between you and your dad at, at a younger age or anything like Not that. that I know of. I doubt it. You doubt I, it? Yeah. Why not? He was a, he was an abusive mm, guy. He was yeah, a religious zealot. Discipline. Discipline. Two things. Tune into how you feel talking to her. She doesn't give you that feeling. Nah. And no. two, how many people that uh, were sexually abused by their father that we've talked to had dreams about it? Mm. None. All right. Well, I mean, does this mean that I psychologically want him? Or? It means that no, you have all kinds of unresolved stuff going on from what was happening He's when you were being str- abused. A, str- a strong lover and, who and is y- like more mature and you are, are so. And you are reworking some of that now with your father in a new emotional place. It's interesting that your father has moved along emotionally and it's given you an opportunity to resolve some of these old issues. Okay. I mean, why don't you get some help, too? I thought, well, I thought I pretty much had it all resolved because we nah. talked about it. You know what? It doesn't really, well, it's good. I mean, it's moved along, and this, these dreams are symptomatic probably of, of you resolving some old stuff, but it also shows you how much old primitive material is still there. Uh-huh. You know, and it'd be good for you to get that work through because uh, you have an opportunity to be really healthy. So, not, not that there's anything dreadfully wrong. Problem. Not that there's anything dreadfully wrong, no. Oh. I, I'm, we're not saying that at all. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that uh, it makes sense in the context of what you're telling us. And uh, you sound like you're doing rem- remarkably well, given what you were through when you were younger. Well, yeah, I am. I've married a wonderful guy now, and um, you know, he doesn't strike you. School. Oh, never, okay. never, ever, ever. He right. doesn't even. Think doesn't even spank you then? Huh? Doesn't even spank you? No. <laughs> did you did Why you not? tell did you tell him about the dream? <laughs> I told him about the first one because when I woke up, it was so real to me. I mean, I was mad at my mother, and I had to see them that day. And, I mean, it was just so... You, do you know what an Oedipal conflict is? Shauna. What? Oedipal conflict? Do you know what that is? Oedipal complex? No. You don't know what that is? No. Well, I don't. Okay. Well... Oedipal it, complex? No, he'll tell us. That's why. Let him tell us. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's the fundamental theory in human psychology that around the age of two to six, children develop a sexual preoccupation with their opposite-sex parent. And uh, in the in the in, the, in the days of Freud, that was considered yeah. to be the fundamental uh, sort of uh, uh, hurdle of, of human development that that needed to be resolved in a healthy way. One theory. That's one. That's an old theory, but it's still thought to be an important part of development. And to the extent that you had all kinds of traumatic things happening around that time, it's natural enough that you would not have made it through that completely. All right. And so now you, it's resurfacing. You, that your dad's changed emotionally. You have an opportunity to kind of go back and rework that material, and it's coming back. So, how uh, you, did you ever have the, the hots for your mom, then, Drew? Is that what you say? I'm not saying that it's I'm necessarily. Just trying to think that. You know, I'm just trying to think. It's if not. I've had the hots for it's my not. Mom. I had the hots for my grandma. It's I did. Not, yeah, I did too. Special dreams about my grandma. Yeah, no, you didn't. It's usually not conscious. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, Drew. Let me talk let, to you. Let me stop one second. Oh, it's please. usually not conscious, and to the Dr. extent Smith. that it is conscious, it tends to be very threatening, and so it tends to get repressed, and so people don't remember it typically. Okay. No Listen listening. to the doctor sometimes. Roddy, yeah. it, seriously, no, I, you I never have sexual dreams about my grandmother because she brought me up more than my mother did. 
Oh, so she was mom. like uh, she was like your mother. She was mine. Yeah, but I had a couple of dreams, which is sort of like you wake up, you feel a bit like, what was all that about? You know what I mean? But like, right. I don't know. What and that's that normal. Means deep down. That, that's normal. Mm. Oh, okay. Those kinds of dreams. But like, it, it didn't. I, I don't feel any worse for it or anything. It's just something that goes through your mind. It's not really a, how you. Right. Oh, whatever. It's just one of those things that crosses your mind. Maybe I don't know. Brian. Hello. You're 18. Yes. You're on with the specials. Uh, just want to say the specials you guys rock. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Those eight. Thank you. So, and to Adam and Dr. Drew, you got you guys are like the best. Thank you. So, uh, well, I have a problem involving some jealousy. Oh, what did I mean? Um, I have a girlfriend who is 16, mm-hmm. and I have this weird preoccupation that she's not really I don't I know she's not cheating on me but I have this like feeling that like I'm jealous of every guy that like that she sees and goes around with because she goes to the mall a lot and stuff mm. like that and she knows all these guys sounds like you love her yes I do we all feel that way when you fall in love with a girl sounds like you love her you know yeah especially I'm not how you young. feel mate I'm not how you feel I really you do yourself, yeah this show is becoming quite cathartic. I know how you feel, mate. I'm going to go outside and phone in. Yeah. Don't cry. It's all right. You'll get over it. So, but Brian, you know logically she's not up to anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not. She's not up to anything. The type of crowd that she hangs out with, uh, she goes to the mall every day, and I, I, she's a really beautiful girl, and mm-hmm. she walks to the mall because she doesn't have a car yet. And the way it goes is, like, I, I've walked to the mall a couple times with her, and I see how guys leer at her. I see how uh, yeah. how when she's at the mall, Can guys... I say something well, quickly? that's the problem when you go out with a very pretty girl, you know what I mean? You get that... Well, point. it's not even that. If you, You'll push her away from you, mate. I mean, I've done it before. I mean, you'll push her away from you. If you're sure that she's not doing anything, or if you have an idea that you think she might be doing anything, but you know she's not, don't... <laughs> this is dead weird, because I've been through it, you see. It's, um, You'll screw it up. It'll yes. be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right, and then yep. after after it's finished, you think, well, she, no, I know she wasn't doing anything, but why did I... Right, You're, here's what happens. You're so worried about losing her, you actually drive her away. Way. Yeah. Right. Do you understand, Brian? Yeah, I understand, but uh, I think the main problem with, like, I know I probably wouldn't be jealous, because I wasn't jealous of any of my other girlfriends, but I've been... It's because you love her, mate. Huh? It's because you love her. I know, but... I, with the other girls I've been with, uh, I've been in seven relationships, and four of them ended up cheating on me. Oh, God. Oh, really? I'll tell you yeah, what. I, think that might I can talk to you all night about this. Well, you got to trust her, though. Here's what you got to ask yourself, Brian. Did you hook up with people who were cheaters, or did you hook up with people and sort of force them to cheat by the way you acted, acted toward them? Probably. I never really acted like I wasn't jealous of them. That, that, right, is this just, just this girl you're madly in love with more than the other ones? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, I don't know what you mean. Brian? I'm here. Uh, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian Neville's telling you this, mate. Listen, listen, don't Uncle push Neville. Her away. Don't push her away, seriously. If you know she's not doing anything, she ain't doing anything, so don't start thinking she is, because you're, you're going to push her away, and then when she goes, you're going to think, what an idiot I've been. I'm telling you. Do you understand, Brian? Yes, I understand. I, there's no real advice here other than you got to get over those feelings because it's those feelings that you're having that are going to cause her to Trust stray. Each other. Jealousy kills love yeah. sometimes. It really does. Trust each other. All right, Brian, and this is more your issue than it is her issue. Yeah. yeah.
All right. Listen, I know what it's like when you're a young guy, especially 18. You got a lot of testosterone. Yeah. You got a lot of energy, and uh, you'll actually. I felt myself do this many times when I was younger. You will get yourself involved in a relationship, and then you will set about sabotaging yeah. that you relationship. Don't, you don't want to. You don't want to, yeah. but you Somehow still do it. it. Yeah. You're compulsive. It's uh, it's almost like a, an alcoholic or a yeah. drug addict or, or, or someone who gambles too much. You know you shouldn't do it. You know it's screwing up your life. You mm. can't help it. You have a thought. You yeah. think, don't say anything. And then 10 minutes later, it comes flying out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. All right, you get older, you get smart, You've screwed up enough relationships. You, you learn to shut up. All right. And uh, now uh, I'm going to talk to the specials during the break about shutting up, and we'll be back. <laughs> Hello, is this Loveline? I have a problem with my stool. Hello, Loveline. I have a problem with his stool, too. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. Uh, I'm going to go. Loveline, I'll be right back. and you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, it's Iggy Pop, the man uh, who knocked me down on stage, uh, taking it one night in Minneapolis. All right, we have the specials tonight. That would be uh, Roddy Neville Hello. and uh, Hello. Adam. Hello. 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 All right, mate. All right, the well, uh, new CD. Drew, you want to shut the door behind you, please? You're playing a song, is Oh, Jesus, Drew, out. do you ever get tired of not doing <laughs> your job? Please. Where, where are you going, Drew, that's so I important? I thought you were going to write a song. Drew loves it when we play a song by the band because so that Russ means out. more time for him uh, talking on the phone in the hall instead of doing his job. Oh, the uh, humanity. All right, well, maybe we will hear another uh, special song. Okay, they have a new CD coming out in January. They're here stateside uh, recording, recording that. Yep. And uh, yep. they're going to be playing at the Hollywood Athletic Club Saturday night. Mm -hmm. What song are we going to play, uh, by the way? Message. Neville, we're going to hear Message? Message to you, Rudy. Are we? Uh, do you have that queued up, Engineer Mike? All right. I uh, think we'll we'll find that one. A little, uh, a little oldie, but a goodie from the specials. See the one they've got. you guys uh, when you did that what first that made song. love no uh, that song all right song uh, oh god i was young. sort of uh, late teens yeah really late teens uh, so you guys have uh, we've been uh, together since you were in your teens mm -hmm. holy mackerel did you meet in uh, high school or uh, no, what do you call no, it? Uh, no, no. Ball school. Ball school. Ball school. Ball school. It's like a proof centre. You know, like you have a... What do you call it over here? Young offenders centre. Um, 
You guys, you guys went to like a prison school yeah, or no, something? Yeah, it was just a special school. You could, not anyone could go there. You had to be sent there by a high court judge. <laughs> Dude, you guys! Barbara. Barbara. Yeah? You're 40 years old and you're on with the specials. Oh, Hello. 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 Hi, guys. How are you doing? How are you doing? Really good tonight. Um, I'm... A little bit nervous because I'm really excited about talking to you. Oh, don't, don't worry be about nervous. it. Just be relaxed. I'm always guys. nervous. <laughs> just be relaxed. Well, I just wanted to give you guys a message. Okay. And I've got a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old son, yeah. and they're huge fans of you guys. Okay. And um, they've been into a lot of different kinds of music. They used to listen to what they call butt rock. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. <laughs> and, no. um, we were always kind of concerned about the lyrics and that kind of thing. That's one of the Beastie Boys, isn't it, Butt Rock? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Beastie Boys. Oh, right. Beastie Boys. Yeah, okay. we have no, we Beastie Boy t-shirts around here. Oh, um, boy. Anyway, you know, that was okay, but I was a little bit concerned about the lyrics. And then they got into ska. Mm -hmm. And I just really appreciate you guys because you Thank put out you. good messages to the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, right, put on a suit and smoke some pot. <laughs> no, we don't. Listen, Adam. Isn't that listen. what the message is? <laughs> no, no, not all about pot. Oh, oh, oh uh, put on a suit, get a scooter, yeah. and smoke yeah. some pot. No, 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 no. The thing no, no. is, um, my husband and I really enjoy listening to the music too, and it's yeah. really, it's really helped our relationship with our kids. That's good. Um, I mean, w we enjoy listening to the music together. Um, it makes them feel good. We, we don't pretend to be good. be sort of like totally pure and proper, but like we like to try and pass on uh -huh. that uh, hard well, drugs I, and uh, violence parent, aren't I, good I for the youth. I really you know? appreciate you guys, and I think you're doing a great job. And I think ska music in general is a really good thing that's happening with kids these days, and Ooh. I know it's been around for... A long, long time. A long I don't long know where time. it was when I was a kid, but it was. It was in Jamaica. Now. Started in Jamaica. Yeah, I know it started before reggae, didn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. Well, I mean, it's you know, so many of these bands are about. Uh, there's so much bravado, whether it's uh, rap music and they're talking about you know bitches and hoes and uh -huh. guns, yeah. or it's rock music and they're talking about Satan. Uh -huh. It's just a bunch of BS cool bravado. They're you know they're trying to sell records. Meanwhile, they're yeah. basically poisoning uh, your, no, your kids. No, yes, no, no, come on. No, no, no. We meet some new bands and they just put on the front most of the time. Right, it's BS to sell records, please. The only thing I can say is that I've seen the effect that it's had on my kids. And I also have a four-year-old who's one of the best skankers I've ever seen. Yeah, that's good. You've even got the word right, skanker. She didn't say wanker, did she? No, skanker. She's got the right word. They actually call me their rude mom. All right, that's nice, that's nice. But, um, it, see, we appeal to all ages, you see, so that's really quite good. Do. Yeah, that's and, quite and good. We're turning our friends on to to this kind of music, and oh, you know, that's good. And they that's just good. really enjoy it. And I've just seen such a positive change in my kids, my oldest son, my 17-year-old especially, mm -hmm. and um, they've been to quite a few shows. I think they've been to at least one of your shows Where was here that? in Denver. Oh, Denver. Oh, that's yeah. Great. yeah. I that, yeah. Yeah, and um, all their friends are into it, and I just see really good things happening with the kids. So I just wanted yeah, to well, we look after them, you know. kind of give you guys a different. We, we feel responsible for them. Thank you. Well, no, no, don't cut her off. She's talking. No, that's enough out of her. <laughs> Adam, that's horrible. Sorry, love. Listen, it's, it's we're sorry about that. Adam's been really horrible because you say nice things about us. He wants yeah, to come like and say that. horrible things. It's a good message. It's uh, bad radio. Though. There you that's go. It. There you <laughs> go. That's why. <laughs> no, the uh, the specials uh, yeah, have a, yeah. have a, have a 
music that transcends all generations. Yeah. Yeah. It does, and we don't, and we don't sing about loads of crap. We, we, no, you know. You're, you, you, listen, you're doing music that says uh, have a good time. Yeah. Then that's what music is supposed to be. You know. No, we're not. We're not saying have a good. Wait, thinking. you're not Hell saying have a good other. time. We're not, not necessarily. Other. We're just saying, well. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Right, your your music says, uh, "Don't not have a bad time." Let's, yeah. listen, no. let's listen to the lady. Let's call her. Amelia. Let's call her. That's boring voice. What's going I'm on? Calling for um. There's nothing going on tonight. Actually, I just dialed your phone number. I'm a really big fan of Dr. Drew and Adam, and I. <laughs> More for you. Huh? Well, hi. Well, hi, animals. Is that the animals back there? Yeah. No, it's the specials, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay, anyways, hi, guys. Um, hi. Oh, hello, by the way. <laughs> oh, by the way, hello. What do you want, Amelia? Uh, you know what? She, she wants Adam and Dr. Drew. You know what? I just wanted to tell you guys, Dr. Drew, I just want your guys' picture. I just want to tell you, you have no idea, Jeez. absolutely no idea, wow. how much you guys have helped me. Oh, good. I've mm. listened to you guys on the air faithfully every night, wow. and I've applied some of the stuff that you talk about in my life. You must have so life. much problem. Well, how, how's your, uh, what do you do for a living, Amelia? I work for a doctor. And um, are you married? No, I'm not. And uh, do I'm you... I'm a single mom. <clears throat> mm. Oh, I see. How old's your child? She's nine years old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you really don't have to listen to the show. You just listen to the specials now, and that heals all family units. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. They should pipe you guys into prison. <laughs> they should. The prisoners, they do. <laughs> will, baby. No, I don't mean actually put you guys in a prison. I mean actually pipe in the music. Prisoners would be holding hands and skipping down the hall. Yeah. Funny enough, in England, they have a special hour where they, where they play the special music in prison. I'm, I'm really? Sorry. Yeah, for an hour they play the special music. And I, I bet for that one hour there's less uh, drug use and sodomy than any other hour because in the prison day. Because everybody's listening to what we're Th saying. Yeah, that's so, right. Adam, um, Amelia's having an experience here. Why don't you just say hi to her? Right? Hi, Amelia. <laughs> we're, uh, hey, wait, Dr. June yes. Adam, can you guys please, I will love you forever if you please just send me a picture of both of you. All right, hold on. Anne can take care well, of that. Holding hands. And then sign it. Holding hands. Well, mounted. In a, in a mounted picture. Yeah. No, we'll do that. We'll have... Oh, really? Yeah, you got to hold on, though. Ann, yeah, hang on. Ann, we'll do that. Ann, Ann, line two, pick that up. And uh, get a picture out of me and Drew uh, and sign it, please, and send it <laughs> off to Amelia. No, of course we'll... Uh, We'll sign that to Amelia. We're flattered. You know, we're very big stars here yeah, in the United yeah. States, but uh, we're, we're not just so, finding this out. We didn't know. We're not so big that we can't be flattered by uh, the yeah, likes yeah. of a, a single mom. All right, uh, we are going to head toward our last break of the evening, and we'll be back to wrap up and wrap down with the uh, specials. I'm starting to itch. Loveline will be right back. Dr. Drew will say something brilliant, but no one will hear him because Adam will be making funny noises. Spade, Joey Ramone, Joey Lawrence, and um, Joey Buttafuoco will be in here uh, next week. No. <laughs> okay. Roddy's gone, but uh, his drunken, cidered-up legend lives on in the uh, form of his headphones, which just uh, fell off. 
the mic stand. I want to thank Ronnie, Neville, and of course the ever-present Adam, who Adam uh, who stuck by us from beginning he, to end. He began the show. And he finished the show. You're a gentleman, Adam. We're done with the show, fellas. No, oh, hang on. How are we doing? Don't yeah. bother putting the headphones on. We're done with uh, the well, show. It's a bit late. Uh, that's all right. You saw me out there. We're done. No, we have no problem with that. All right, Caroline. Um, bye. Satellite and turns bye. off in Pum 20 bye. seconds. All right. Everybody, uh, bye. Everybody. Look for the bye. new specials record bye. when it comes yeah. out in Mid-Jesus. January. Remember, Way vote cool. communists and change the world. And with, <laughs> with that, <laughs> Roddy's out of here to drive his big fat American off. car back to his beautiful hotel, which capitalism built. And until yeah. then, uh, this eyes. is Adam Carolla for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. (laughs) This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.